Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. Nintendo has recently become much more protective of their copyrights, something that they are completely within their rights to do, but in doing so, are making some big waves in various online fan communities. What's up everybody, I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek, and this is Pretty Dece, your daily entertainment and pop culture show. And yes, Nintendo is really cracking down when it comes to misuse of their copyrights, and the latest fan group that is kind of getting the, the hurt put on them is the creators and fans of unofficial Pokemon fan games. So what a fan game is for Pokemon is when a person takes a ROM of a Pokemon game, so the dumped version of the game, and remixes it to create something new that is their new creation. It started simple, where you were just changing a couple of things here and there, otherwise leaving the game generally the same, so maybe taking Pokemon and making it so you could catch all of the Pokemon in one version instead of just half like they normally do. But now it's morphed into these insanely massive custom game projects, putting out Pokemon games that have entirely custom Pokemon and entirely custom continents and worlds to explore, hours and hours upon hours of original story and characters. It's truly impressive some of the games that these people are making not making any money off of, just doing in their free time for fun, they're putting out these awesome Pokemon games. But at the core, these games almost always use some form of the original Pokemon code. They're all based on a core Pokemon game, no matter how much gets changed along the way. The engine that's there, it's still running the game, even if you rip out almost all of the assets at the core, you are you are making use of something that you don't have the right to and you're redistributing something that you definitely don't have the right to do. So these fan games, while they're very awesome, show a ton of creativity and all this awesome uh, creativity spirit in, in the fan community, they are definitely violating copyright law. Nonetheless, millions of people have played these games as they wait for official Pokemon releases, people get into all of these crazy fan games and get into this community. So Nintendo has taken down individual fan games before, games like Pokemon Uranium or Pokemon Prison, uh, games that have gotten so large that eventually Nintendo takes notice and issues them a, uh, a copyright claim, issues them a takedown notice, and the game has to get taken down. But now with this, this new approach, They've gone after Pokemon Essentials, which is a, a piece of software, a tool that custom Pokemon game makers use to actually create their custom fan games. So instead of going after the games themselves, they've now gone after the tool that makes all of these games possible. What Pokemon Essentials does is it makes it so someone doesn't really know how, have to know how to code in order to make the Pokemon game. So it makes adding and changing tile sets and maps and music and characters as easy as dragging and dropping it all in and working through a series of menus. So you don't have to know machine learning to make these games, you just have to use Pokemon Essentials. 
and it helps you to kind of rip apart these ROMs and make something new. However, Nintendo issued them a copyright infringement claim on the software and of course also on the wiki. Uh, they had a very fleshed out wiki that was essentially the how-to manual to create these custom Pokemon games, these fan games. And all of that now has been taken down and it's really kind of serving to hinder and hamper the community to create more of these games. This was kind of the, the linchpin, uh, the backbone of the creation of these fan games. So that's a little troubling if you are a fan of those games. Obviously, it's, it's within Nintendo's rights to do. But this is the, the latest in a series of, of events, kind of months long, that shows Nintendo's new approach to protecting their copyrights. Up until now, we've seen them work very hard over the last couple months at taking down various ROM sites. So targeting some of the more popular sites that let you download video game ROMs. For example, sites that let you download every NES game that's ever made, for example. Nintendo has obviously changed their tactic when it comes to these sites and how aggressively they pursue these claims. In the past, these sites have kind of flourished. They were this very, uh, uh, you know, poorly kept secret. Everyone knew you could go get ROMs. They were very easy to find. They were out there. You just had to Google and you could get them. Nintendo is now changing and they're really going after and attacking anyone who's hosting ROMs and giving you a way to download these games. Now, it could be that they are realizing that devices like the NES Classic are doing really well for them and they want to make sure that you can't get those games for free as easily as you could before to maybe incentivize their N64 Classic or the next device that they put out in the Classic series or the continued sale of the SNES and NES Classics. Or it could just be that they have decided to take a different approach and, and they realize they hadn't been protecting their copyrights aggressively before and they want to change that. Uh, so who knows the reasoning, but it is definitely a trend that I've seen over the past couple months. Now, obviously downloading an exact copy of a game is piracy. Downloading games from these, these ROM sites is illegal. That's cut and dry. These are not your games. You don't own that game. Uh, it is something that Nintendo definitely can do and should do to protect their copyrights. And downloading, for example, like the new Pokemon game that just came out that I could go into a store and buy is illegal and also, you know, morally wrong. You should go spend money and support the developers that made the games that you like. But what about downloading a ROM of a game that you can no longer buy in a store? Maybe a game that came out on the NES that the publisher has since closed. They didn't sell the rights of the game to anyone. The game is essentially abandonware. So you can't buy it now and it'll never show up to buy again, ever again. The game is essentially lost to time. Is downloading a ROM of that game necessarily the wrong thing to do? It's still illegal, but from a game preservation standpoint, I think it's something that we as a society should, should figure out how to deal with, a, a gaming society. I hate the idea that that because companies have to get out there and protect their copyrights like Nintendo is doing, falling by the wayside are all of these games that are going to be lost to history because they happen to also only be hosted on these illegal ROM sites. Now, certain people are out there working on game preservation like this and not, not just preserving the games themselves, but all of the box art and all of the manuals and everything surrounding the games as well, and that is awesome. 
but I think kind of in, in general, more people need to think about that and think about the idea that that gaming history is potentially getting lost because of the kind of uh, progressive nature of, of, of the internet and, and, and all of these copyright claims and also just the fact that, you know, hardware stuff that these games are printed on is failing rapidly. And eventually you won't be able to find any NES cartridges that actually still work. We will only have these digital versions of them to remember what these games were like. So it's kind of a bummer that the, the casualties of Nintendo rightfully protecting their copyright are the fact that we, we will potentially lose some of these avenues to play these games that we literally have no other way to play anymore. Um, but nonetheless, this is a big trend that I've seen kind of change over the last few months. Nintendo's really changing their approach to this. This is the latest in this, this uh, series of events, Nintendo taking down Pokemon Essentials and really cutting the entire Pokemon fan community off at the knees really going for the source of so many of these games. And, and really, I could see this going even further for Nintendo and really them starting to test the, the boundaries of what even constitutes a copyright claim. What if they decide to go after emulators, the, the pieces of software that run ROM files, but don't necessarily contain any of the intellectual property themselves, but they do replicate a piece of hardware that Nintendo designed and created and has copyrights for could be something that they are interested in shutting down as well. Or what if they go after the concept of, of live streaming games? I'm sure every, every end user license agreement that you click through and don't read has a clause in it for no public performance of the game, which is exactly what live streaming is. If Nintendo or any game company wanted to take the truly scorched earth approach, they could put, a, put their foot down and, and win a legal battle against anyone who wanted to stream their game. Now, most game companies understand that that doesn't serve any good and, and someone streaming their game is, is just as much of a, um, uh, of a publicity for them as it is for helping out the individual streamer so they don't attack those people but something that they could legally do if that's the route they wanted to go. It's something that, you know, they could really throw a wrench into uh, kind of how gaming culture works right now, throw a wrench into to so many different these of these online fan communities if they decided to kind of not understand the culture, not understand the benefit of these things, and really just go out there and uh, flex the full extent of their legal muscles. Certainly something to think about and something that definitely has me worried as we see this change in Nintendo. But that's going to do it for Pretty Dece for today. Thank you very much for joining me to talk about Nintendo's increase uh, of their copyright claims and copyright protection. Uh, certainly an interesting topic to discuss, especially when we get into the concept of game preservation and what is not just legal and illegal, but what is what is... The, the right thing to do, it, it's certainly a complicated topic. If you would like to support Pretty Dece and help keep the lights on around here, you can do that. Just visit prettydeceshow.com slash listener support to find out all of those details. And of course, you can listen to the show every single day, watch the show every single day. We show up on your favorite podcast delivery platform and on YouTube. You can visit prettydeceshow.com slash video or just search for Pretty Dece on YouTube to find that. 
And finally, I'm on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hit me up. I would love to talk about this topic and all the topics that we talk about every single day. You can find me at Pretty Dece Show.